0: Hello, everybody. 720 on a Wednesday recap show. How's everybody doing today? Hope everybody's doing fine. First, uh, of course, can you see me? Can you hear me? Hello, Curtis, Starlene. What do you mean you guys could still see the screen? Hmm. I didn't even go live and people are talking to me. And I want to make sure uh, Judy's been having some phone problems. And um, hello, Caroline. And we have Judy on the phone from Canada. Hello, Judy.
1: Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here as always. I hope I, you can understand me okay.
0: Can you hear Judy okay? Her sound's a little muffled on my end, but I want to make sure you guys can hear her when she says the synopsis. I'm not worried about myself. I'm worried about Judy. Can hear Judy, Jeff says. Yes, Judy, too, Starlene. Beautiful. Becky, Ashley. Good.
1: Good.
0: All right. Curtis says your screen was up a little after seven. Judy is okay. A little muffled, okay. a little muffled, but can understand. Okay. We're good to go. We're good to go, Judy. Oh,
1: good. We're good.
0: That yep. makes me feel better. Yep. Uh, Judy's going to get some internet and some cable services up there in Canada shortly. And uh, she's at her daughter's house. I want to thank Sherry uh, for helping her out to get through the show tonight. You know, guys, we got to go do the show, right, Judy?
1: Right on, no matter what, John. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have
0: that synopsis, I know. Oh, he sounded like you pulled away from the phone or something.
1: No, I didn't.
0: Alrighty, Judy sounds okay. That's all I got to know. As long as you guys can hear her, we're good. Good evening, Kathy. Of course, i got to start out my podcast live like usual, thanking my YouTube membership. On the paid side, the Knights, the Captains, the Marshals, the Senichels, I want to thank um, uh, Luke, and uh, Jeff, and Curtis, and Jenna, and Kelly, and Becky, and Josh, and Annette, and Mark, and Barbara, Michelle, Sandollar, Renee, Roxy, Mike, Dia, Wayne, and Starling for all their support, and thank all the Knights for their support. Also, I want to thank Judy, because she's live. Thank you so much, Judy.
1: You're very welcome, and I'm
0: glad to be here, and as always. for the professor, Daniel Spino, who enlightens us with his in-depth research throughout the week, and especially Sunday mornings.
1: Make Sunday coffee really good,
0: guys. Yep. Hello, Stu, James, Bill. Hello, Professor. He's in the YouTube site that I can see him. Please do that link above my head. Hit that Streamly Yards button so I can see you all in one column. So I can give you some uh, FaceTime for the world, not only to see my Foch, but to see you guys too. Because you guys are part of my membership and you guys are part of the group. We work this all out together, just me and you guys back and forth that's what i love you know what i mean judy
1: yeah me too john we got a great group here and we all make it okay don't we
0: yep and um it's like it's like all seventy thousand of you are with me in this chat it's all back and forth it's questions statements of course you're not all in here but if any of you want to come on with me live at any time just, just let me know on a Wednesday or a Tuesday pre-show, and I can send you this link, and you can be on with me. As long as you have a mic or talking to your laptop or a, a webcam, you can be here with me just chit-chatting, just saying hello, and then logging off. Um, that's no problem in my book, because you're my best members, and we do it all. Okay, Renee Tuttle still has that option for you guys to say or do anything or make anything that inspired you from oak island these past nine years send it we'll post it up i gotta thank my moderators tammy judy renee michelle daniel starlene and kathy and our quest lifetime contributor chris dona when you see the number on the bottom of the screen that's when the call in judy will get off you can call in text us that you want to come on i only can handle one phone call at a time it's one three two three 813 4135 I want to thank all my Quest of Oak Island members, my YouTube members, my Twitch members, and our Twitter members. We are on live the past two nights on Twitter. I want to thank my Twitter followers for joining us, and also the Hanker host that throws our podcast, Judy, audio-wise, to Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Pandora, but now? Spotify is showing videos of podcasts, so we are on video, on Spotify. Julie.
1: Oh, you know, John, that's great. I just think it's wonderful that people like to to uh, listen to us uh, as well as watch us.
0: Hello, Linda. And this professor says, "Where are you, there?" This Sunday, the Sacking of Liegeburg in 1782. Will be the subject line, so it gives you sort of a heads up of what's coming up Sunday morning. It's just fantastic. So, what do you guys think of uh, last night's show? Before we get into it a little bit,
1: I thought it was a little bit that slow, but uh, I think we got enough information to at least believe there could be a tunnel and a shop at the money
0: pit area. Yep. Hello, Scott. Yeah. Especially my big concern, Judy and members was the air coming out of that pipe. I don't want to say anything because I got a background of civil engineering and with all the holes they did, this never happened. I know on C1, the water was coming up because they put the vacuum pump in there. I remember seeing, like, water coming out of the canister top, if you guys remember that. Yeah. And I thought it was gas. I thought it was, you know, they hit natural gas. They hit something between the shale because it was watered and you heard hissing. And, of course, natural gas, you can't smell it. The NIMO people up here and all around the world put the rotten egg smell in natural gas so you can smell it. Otherwise, natural gas in this natural state, you cannot smell it. I hope everybody knew that.
1: You know what, John? I didn't know that. Yep, oh, It's good to know.
0: They pumped that uh, rotten egg smell into the system. Of course, they got detectors, uh, Judy, if they come to your house for a leak, but you would never smell it. Right. Okay, gotcha. Brian, when you're drilling holes, you never know if you're getting a pocket of a natural gas, maybe even oil, whatever, if you're not deep enough. But you don't know how it's trapped in between the layers of rock um, and sediment, um, sets up the gas emissions. So you don't know. I was going to say that, but I said, nah. You know, let, let him tell him water, but he did, he was concerned. I mean, these guys drill drilled for natural gas and oil, you know, Rick and Greg. So, right. Yeah. So that was my interesting part of the show. You know, it got me a little hyped up more. I mean, they're still finding things, surface finds with Gary. And, um, that was the big thing for me is that, you know, it's probably a shaft. And I know they put in one 10-foot case on real close to that um, women's memorial. So they're right about there, Judy, where that drill is. That's where they put this 10-foot can, right there.
1: Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Daniel says the uh, 12-by-12 chamber looks interesting, and I agree.
0: Yep, at the end, yep. And to come out, it wasn't new technology, but it was from the seismic testing that... um, that uh guy researched and incorporated into the 3d mode even when they have i got screenshots of all this even when they had it they never showed us a 3d picture judy i don't remember a 3d picture
1: no i don't either john this is all new to me
0: yeah i, I, I remember all the layers and showing the anomalies like the swamp anomaly and all the layers and in, in. uh sections of anomalies this looks like a shaft this looks like an anomaly but nothing like this here like 3d that you're actually walking in a tunnel you're walking underneath that's what threw me off because seismic testing didn't do that at the swamp you know what i mean they just showed us the top of the swamp and the anomaly you know what i mean
1: right exactly um i'm wondering if maybe this is something new that um they have found that that they can use the seismic for
0: who knows hello dead pirate on the youtube size and the robot says the laginas are getting closer with each episode yep yep and there's dean he's staying up first you already hide john in folks
1: hi dean oh.
0: yep caroline we always support the Um, oak island research and dot to dot all the time they're the best and doug w could be this maybe the chamber was sealed with blue clay but they didn't tell us what was at the end of the drill you know what i mean guys when they pulled it out
1: right yeah next week
0: next week they showed somebody putting their hand in the threaded part where the drill goes down, and maybe that's a little indicator. As far as I know, no camera down the hole. I wish they would put a sewer cam down the hole just to see. But what do I know, you know, Judy?
1: It would be great to see that. Uh, Bell says Aaron Hilton warned of drilling into the top of the chamber, and I do remember her doing that.
0: Yep, maybe they can run some new data. It could be part of the gas that killed the rest Caroline says. Too bad they couldn't trap some of this stuff for testing. But we don't know what it is. You don't want to stay near it. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: Right, for sure. Yeah, no sense in taking any chances.
0: Yep, so they got the spot. It might be the spot. So I was getting hyped up on that. Yep, that's what he said, Professor. I liked it when Rick said if it's a tunnel, he'd be the first one down there. I hope with uh, gas masks and everything else for safety. Nowadays in 2022, they have to make sure everything's cleaned out. Like the World War Two episode, they always had to test it for poisonous gas before they entered. Or if it had it, they had to do exhaust fans and such. You know, you know Judy, they're very safety cautious first.
1: Right, and uh, I'm sure they would be, although I know Rick would certainly be the first one in there. I have no doubt.
0: Yep, yep, yep. But that surprised me that stuff came from seismic testing. I was just shocked. I said, oh, my lordy, this is not new technology. But it's new technology how they process the software from seismic testing to make it look 3D. You know what I
1: mean? Right, yeah, it has to be.
0: Yep, and they got a good pile of data overload. So whoever has new technology that can take all this data that they've been collecting and impose it on new technology to see things better, I'm all for it, you know, guys? Right, for
1: sure. Yeah, the more that they can
0: learn, the better. Yep, Daniel, Greg was like, it might be gassed up back a little spark and it blows up like a... uh, blowtorch because you can't smell it i thought you know what i mean and i know a lot of people didn't know that but they do add some kind of chemicals to the gas so it does smell like rotten eggs otherwise uh, if you can't smell it bye-bye you know
1: what i mean wow wow that's that's scary
0: i like that view scott in 3d i really do because when like i told you yesterday when steve has all his points with his gps he can also create a 3D map of the whole island. I don't know if we're gonna be privy to see that, but that's his point of reference. Obviously, he's gonna do that, not like the old ways like me with pencil and protractors and stuff like that. All right, (laughs) Judy, let me bring up your uh, picture just in case your phone goes off or whatever happens. Judy up here. (laughs) All righty, Judy. You're online, you're in the picture. When you're ready, I thank you so much, Judy.
1: You're welcome. And guys, do try and remember that last night they did jump back and forth a lot. So I will be jumping from one scene to another fairly quickly. So Season 9, Episode 10, Chambers of Secrets. It's morning on Oak Island, and in the war room, the team is meeting with Jeremy Church a geophysicist who helped to do the seismic testing in the Money Pit area. He is updating them on some new information they have found. The testing results show a tunnel running from shaft C1 to shaft 12, which is 55 feet from C1, and was dug by Frederick Blair, a one-time searcher. The tunnel seems to be 100 feet down. And at 160 feet down, Jeremy sees what looks like a square structure, 12 feet square by 12 feet tall. Marty wonders if this could be an offset chamber and is it connected to the tunnel? Rick says, let's drill a six inch hole near shaft 12. And see what we find. It's worth drilling, Marty agrees. In the swamp, Gary, David, and Billy are are digging. Gary picks up a four to five foot long piece of wood about one inch around. It was close to where the piece of ship's railing was found. It will be tested. In the money pit area, the team is drilling the six inch hole. AB-13, which is as close to Shaft 12 as they could get. They hope to find signs of the tunnel Jeremy said is there. That afternoon on Lot 32, Gary and Marty are metal detecting, and the beeper goes off, and Marty digs up an old ox shoe, not far from where it led back Um, Bag seal was found. Marty wants to find out if there was a wharf on Lot 32 and was cargo moved around in this area. Back at the Money Pit area, the drilling is going on in AB 13. Craig says to go down 160 feet, and at that moment, the drill falls down fast and water starts to blow out of it. It, Is it air blowing the water out or is it natural gas? Alex wonders if something just collapsed underneath ground. This all happens at 68 feet down. Before drilling further, they must check to see if this is gas. Back on lot 32, Gary's beeper goes off and Marty digs up a very large spike. He asks Gary if it could be a railway spike, and Gary says it is too large, so could be a spike used on a wharf. They wonder what it's doing out here on Lot 32 and decide to put it through the XRF machine and then take it to Carmen. The next day, Back at hole AB 13, they are drilling again as no gas was found. Suddenly, the drill stops moving and bubbles are shooting up through the pipe. The team thinks something is blocking the drill, but what? Carrie points out that there is definitely a cavity here and wonders if they have hit a dead end or is it a flood tunnel? Steve suggests they move about three feet away and Rex says no, how about two and a half feet? Get as close as you can. That afternoon, Jack, Alex and Marty arrive at Carmen's shop with the large spike found on lot 32 yesterday. Carmen says it is an anchor spike off of a wharf used for unloading cargo, along with the bag seal found last year. Will this spike from 1710 to 1740 help them determine who hid the treasure on Oak Island? Time will helpfully or hopefully tell us. At the southern edge of the swamp, Gary picks up a piece of wooden ship's decking. It's more proof that the ship is buried in the swamp. It will be tested. Three days later, in the war room, the team meets to discuss the piece of decking found the day before. Rick is on video as he is at home doing paperwork. Craig reads the results of the C14 carbon test, and it dates from around 1516 to 1574, which, as Marty points out, is long before the finding of the money pit. Rick believes they may be zeroing in on the Oak Island mystery. Could that finally be happening? Stay tuned next week, fellow Acorns, and stay safe, please.
0: Very professionally done. Judy, thank you so much.
1: You're welcome so much, John.
0: We made it through. We made it through.
1: Uh, We got it.
0: (laughs) We got it. We got it, Judy. All right, hold on. I'm going to click off a little bit for a second, and then we'll get up some screenshots of the show, Judy.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: already guys everybody's telling you fantastic i don't know if you can see it come through
1: guy i can guys i just thank you so much you're so good to me
0: yep when you get everything caught up you can see it um and hello bear on the youtube side all right let me get judy's picture off here then there's my facha la facha danny Spino's still eating lasagna, so I gotta make sure he re- <laughs> he relaxes. He's got another four weeks of lasagna, then he'll be all perky after that. Alrighty guys, we're gonna go through these screenshots and see if you can remember what's going on. Daniel, call me Garfield. all righty now this piece as you notice was the ship's railing dated from 600 to 900 a.d which some things hit a time period but like they say other places are not So sometimes they fit in one spot, and then others they don't around the end of 1500s, 1600s in the beginning. You know, Judy, you got these 900 ADs. How the heck does that fit in, you know?
1: I know. I keep wondering that, too, John. Uh, How could it have gotten there at that time?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then there's that sort of rope spike. That a member said that uh, they can tile the sails tool, Or it could be on top of the ship's wheel. You know, the big ship's wheel with all the knobs around the end. How the big ship, they used to steer it on the deck. It could, right. be, could be that also. So everybody helps looking out for these things. And this is the planking they've been taking out of the swamp. The flat planking. And don't forget, when I looked at the planking, guys. I noticed the sand on the planking. So don't forget, before the road there was a beach. But before the beach, guys, if this was a harbor, there wouldn't be a beach right behind the road. And don't forget, you gotta put this factor in, the water was six foot below. So they're showing us a beach, they got a new road on there, and they're saying it's a harbor. So if it's a harbor, the beach wouldn't be so close to the road. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, gotcha.
0: But um, it could be. We just don't know the time frame that it took to make that beach. And that's why wood in that sand that I showed you guys, if they can date the wood under the sand, would give us an idea what that beach was or the swamp was just a big collection point for all kinds of garbage. And we'll be getting dates all over the place, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, I hope they give us a date on that.
0: Yep, Bear. Everybody thinks it was two islands at one time, no doubt. And of course, this is the small uh, pathway, which I call wharf, like I discussed yesterday. There's no way oxen can drag anything on here or walk on here. As we discussed, again, here's a long, what was that plank? 16-foot plank that Tony Sampson took out of the swamp way back, way back when. Yes,
1: John, it was, I think.
0: Yeah. I had my paperwork with all the dates on it from before, but I had so many dates on it, I got, I got too dizzy, so I don't got the date for this, guys. And here's the anomaly, which seismic testing showed us, that's in the swamp. Yep, Bear, that's what I say.
1: Daniel said a minute ago that he's he's quite sure there is a ship there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hope you're right, Daniel.
0: Yep. Yep, one island part is high where the money pit is, and the other part is low. And Daniel says Fred was pulling out ship parts of the swamp 50 years ago. Yep. And then here they showed us this anomaly on uh, on the end there. It could be the vault. He says the uh, dimensions were about 12 by 12. And this perked my ears up. Yep, bear money pit is a decoy. Go look there, but it's in an off chamber someplace. A vault. Empty, partially, or nothing there. Is our quest, you know, Judy?
1: Right, you got it. Yeah, this uh this box thing is really interesting to me. Can't wait till they can get down there.
0: Yep. And this is, if you remember, guys, I showed you this on a live show. Two, maybe three months ago. That now you don't see the straight shafts anymore. They're zigzagged, going up, away from the water, with an offset chamber, which I agree. with a little room attached, professor, absolutely correct mundo Or if it's in below water that they knew it was gonna be in water, it is packed with blue clay to have a water seal on the objects or things that they buried. And here's that line, say they're going from uh, shaft 12 To this anomaly at the end, that's like 12 by 12. I mean, they'll have the GPS coordinates. They have the direction. They have everything. So that's all they have to do, Judy, is just have Steve put the GPS, put the pointer on, spray paint, paint, and drill here.
1: Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Hope they do it soon. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And there's the line before those boxes going straight from 12 into that anomaly. You just got to find out what it is, guys. Easy. Is it there? Is it not there?
1: I'll be anxious to find out what uh, Michael and Oliver think.
0: Yeah, I got to get them on the horn. I wonder if they would use a Motorola's robot first if it's a tunnel. Yeah. I hope so. If we're thinking it, they already thought of it. Don't forget, their season's done, so they know everything that went on. We're just surmising from the information, the little information that we get. But I like this new technology. That's what I call it. And here's inside the tunnel actually actually has us walking underneath the tunnel, Judy, on this technology.
1: Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it?
0: Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: I have to admit if someone didn't explain it to me, though, I wouldn't understand it by just looking at it.
0: Yep, good to know. It's cool technology. Yep, Kathy. And like I said yesterday, what's new technology today in six months it's obsolete, Judy. Just like when your phone goes off or something. Well, you got to buy a new phone because you got new technology.
1: You got it. That's about right too. That's why I'm going to cable.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm
1: hoping it'll help.
0: Yep, you know, and here's Shaft Twelve that they showed, the shaft that they never finished. They just stopped. That's shaft 12 in the older days. Notice to the left top, you have a fence post, picket fence, all the way around the bottom of those two telephone poles. So you guys see telephone poles like me, right?
1: Yes, I see them.
0: There's a takeaway shot. And here's Bear. I live close to the island, only a half hour drive. I own the mineral rights around the coastline of the island and some on the mainline, some surrounding islands. Very good, Bear. We have spoken. Hmm. We have spoken. Got the railroad tracks for the dumping of the material. I think when we went on Oldie Goldie Day, I showed all these old photographs that are good to remind us of how it was back then, you know, Judy?
1: Right, yes. It is interesting to see the difference. I
0: mean now it looks like a parking lot, you know what I
1: mean? Right. Hard to even imagine phone bone poles there. Yeah.
0: And then Steve asked, I love Steve, he's a surveyor like me, you want to get points of interest, and there's where C1 was. So there's shaft 12 and C1. So it gives you an idea what's happening.
1: Well, they're not far apart.
0: No, I didn't get the distance, but... um... Who knows? C1 we know.
1: Right. I don't know if they said 55 feet. I'm not sure. They did say.
0: C1 the shaft 12, which is 55 feet from C1. Yep, 55 feet. You're right, Judy.
1: Oh, how about that? I remembered.
0: Very good. More tunnel pictures that just said, oh my lordy 40, let's find it now. Or like Judy says, let's get after it. <laughs> and this is when they were pushing all together. The they says you want to go deeper. I'm going, well, okay, let's take a look. Just like Marty said, let's go. But it's just unbelievable. I just... I'm surprised at this technology. And see how close they are to the woman's memorial. That's exactly where they put the ten-foot caisson. Right there, right where that drill is. That's where the caisson's going. The one. Okay. The one that I know of. I hope they put ten in, but I think they only put one in, because if you use a ten-foot wide caisson, it's more material more work slower even though you got a 10-foot grabber if that's more important you have to go slow so probably from 40 feet on they probably dug a little bit with the uh, grabber sent the camera down and keep on looking because you don't want to have this camera i mean this claw grabber grabbing any kind of treasure or artifact and just squeezing it up to nothing. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: Well, wouldn't that be awful if that happened? Yeah. They'll so, have to take the time.
0: Yep, yeah, And this way, if they do get a little piece of something, then they'll just open it right up like an open minefield. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, okay. Right. Gotcha.
0: Because they're not going to drive the, uh, the on right through the treasure or an empty vault or whatever. The first indication of anything boom the caisson comes out boom you block off the area and then you make a nice 30 or 40 foot round hole around it you know going very slowly in layers okay and i guess that's when the archaeologists take over because they got a document everything. And we'll,
1: exactly we'll be glad we got them then to make sure everything goes just right
0: Yup, Bill, bring back the trowels and the sweepers, so we'll get season 15 by the time we get down 30 feet. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that last night, they want to sink four. But I'm sticking my neck out and saying they only sank one 10-foot caisson. Time constraints on how we saw them leave so quickly. If I wish they put 10 in, so... I don't think they had time. I think they ran out.
1: No, I think you're right, John.
0: I had all the dates. They started in late September, and by October or first week, they were gone. There's no way. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I agree.
0: Bigger equipment takes longer time, smaller equipment, smaller time. As I learned in construction, sure, you get a lot more volume. You But a lot more work.
1: Right, yes. And who knows what they may have found in that one big caisson. Who knows?
0: Right. Right. Why did they run out? The hook. I had all the pictures down. I forgot when I posted it. And um, I don't think there was enough time left. By the time we saw the first caisson go in, and by the time they left, I just said it was too short of a time to do four caissons, to dig out. If you're going 160 feet deep, 10 foot around, dig all that out, and at the target they go slower, a target depth goes slower, I just think it was just not enough time. That's my own personal opinion. I hope they did all four and all 10, but Johnny's sticking his neck out. Nope, not the weather. <laughs> we'll see, Kathy, we'll see. Yep, Daniel, even Aaron, don't drill in certain areas. But can you imagine all the holes they drill now with damage or whatever they've made through a vault if they did hit it? Even before when they hit, they hit the vault and they said they came up with some gold pieces in the V piece. You already know uh, years ago that they went through the vault if it was the vault, you know, Judy?
1: Right, exactly. And I keep wondering as the years go by how much damage uh, is now done to that vault.
0: Then Starlene says, on the caissons, bingo. Maybe they hit the bingo. Who knows? (laughs) They'll give us the hook, guys. They'll give us the hook. But we know we put one in. We know we're going to be seeing one in because we saw it. So... We just have to wait, be patient, and hang in there. And this is what they uh, always showed us, Judy, with the seismic uh, testing, the anomalies and the circles and the shafts and the latrine. They never showed us the way they showed us last night, Judy.
1: No, completely different, John. It must be some, something new.
0: Yep, something new, what they used old technology and put it into new technology to give us the real-life look of what's happening. I just love it.
1: Yeah, I do, too.
0: And then Bill says, if it wasn't full of water before, it is now. Correct, mundo Uh,
1: Yeah, Bill. Yep.
0: But I still say, there's off-chambers. And yet to bury something 185 feet deep or 165 feet deep, if it's in bedrock, it does not need any support. If it's in bedrock encased with the blue clay, it can be water on it for a thousand years. It would protect it.
1: Okay, good.
0: See what I'm saying, guys. But if you got if you got five drills that went through it, that's another story. Right. So we'll see. These are all questions that we need answers to. And if you imagine us asking these questions, and we don't have a nickel invested in this operation, just imagine how these guys feel. So.
1: Right. <laughs> you're right.
0: And there's the guy from seismic testing showing the anomaly. And this is them blasting around the uh, caissons at the money pit area, like they did the swamp with all these points of interest, all these points of reflection to get data. And here's what they want to do. Sink a ten foot round case on the biggest they ever done. Which makes sense, you know what I mean, Judy.
1: Oh, it does. It's gonna be interesting really to watch them do it.
0: Ten foot wide is pretty long. I mean pretty wide in a diameter.
1: It sure, sure is hard to imagine.
0: And here's Jeremy Church, who gave us all the data. They always find these guys from all over, but I've seen him before on the show when they were doing all the little explosions in the swamp and in the money pit. But you don't recognize these guys when they don't have their hard hat on, their vests on outside. All of a sudden they're at a desk, and I just don't recognize it, you know?
1: Right, I agree. I I couldn't uh, place him at first. When he started talking, then I kind of knew the voice.
0: And there's uh, Marty and Gary, doing some surface finds. I think this was Lot 32 where they found that uh, big spike. And here this area is still off limits. I wish they would just have a uh, Mi'kmaq representative there. They have to have a Mi'kmaq archaeologist someplace in the world and set him up when they find things like that. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I'm, I'm hoping
0: they brought some of them in. Yep. Hello, Marine Linda, David, how are you? Here's what they went back. Well, at the swamp, they found the big eye ring bolt, the barrel heads, bottoms or tops. They dated it, but I don't know if they said they were looking for material on it. If it was filled or something, but we have and heard nothing on that guys, right, Judy? Yeah,
1: right, and that's disappointing. know I really wanted to know what
0: was in those things. Yep, they gave us the dates, but no material that's um lingering in them woods and in the pieces of wood. Chemical testing. And Bear says, Deborah Robinson is the Mi'kmaq chief. For nurse. Thank you, Bear. Pieces of ox shoes. We're finding a lot of ox shoes, guys. But that could be just from the farming side. I don't think they did that much farming except for the cabbage, supposedly.
1: That was the first one they found on Lot 32, though, wasn't it?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah, Bert, that would be great to get on the podcast. Hook me up with Deborah Robertson, Bert. This is the one on 32, Judy. This is the. uh... Hello, Gloria. This is the uh, Akshu on lot 32. Near the bag seal. He said within 50 feet. So they don't know if there was a, a harbor coming in on that end on 32 or a wharf. I still believe they're wharfs, Judy. I have no idea they're not roads. Maybe that pathway that went 650 feet. But well,
1: the would sure make sense.
0: It all points to me as wharfs. Way, way back when. And there's a rosehead spike. There's lot 32 where they were in. And here's the graph, guys. What's the squares? I got to put you guys in there. How big are the squares, guys?
1: Come on, guys. You answer this time.
0: They're going for AB 13. Five feet, the hook, Kathy says. You got it. Five by five by five. You got it. And we know AB thirteen is headed towards where? The woman's memorial. And so you got the right.
1: di- okay.
0: So you got the direction where we're going now, right? Yes, I do. I,
1: I'm sure the others do.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep, Scott. Must have been a lot of oxen movement because I would not think the shoes would fall off that often. And how come we can't find no oxen bones? Nothing nothing died on Oak Island. No chickens. No nothing. If there's all these oxen, those those are big boned animals, you know, Judy. So if you found a big bone or something like that, not saying, but you know what I mean, it has to be an oxen.
1: Yeah, and really they have not found any um animal bones that I can remember.
0: My drill program bingo card is filling up, says Bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not going to be very much uh, spots to uh, not drill holes. So, like that other shot I gave you, it was a full grid. If you took a screenshot of it, you can also keep track. Every show, it shows you the another drill is, and you can fill up your own drill pattern, you know, Judy?
1: Right, exactly.
0: I mean, they just show us sections here and whatever they took off, who knows? So, you can keep track on your own if you're that dedicated. Some people do. And here's this long piece of wood with that sharp edge like a spear that Gary found.
1: And it certainly is a formed piece of wood, but what it is I have no clue.
0: Yeah, Bill says bones would disappear from mice and critters. Yeah, decayed the bone out, yeah. In some places. Other places we find bones, so who knows, Bill? It's crazy, you know? And obviously, that was hacked with a saw, uh, with an with axe. You see the groove there. The axe hit it there, and the axe hit it there. And Bear says, there's a large debris field underwater towards Smith's Cove. Shows at Google's map, large volumes of soil and sand yeah uh bear i had a uh not a lidar lidar map, but the gordon fader uh, had a mat to show all the stuff in the bay and the layers of soil there but that was maybe three or four seasons ago yeah we'll have to check daniel says um I think oxen broke shoes off and we'll check with Carmen on that. How, you know, how long does it, it all depends what they're walking on, right? If they're walking on sand or they're walking like Carmen says, there were winter shoes. what are these oxen doing in the winter? Now, if there's all ice on top of these cobblestone wharfs, then I can see them sort of using the oxen on the pathways, on the stone cobblestone. If there was like six inches of solid ice on top to walk on top, you know, Judy?
1: Right, yes. And Reckon and the guys have been there sometimes in the winter and walked right over top of the swamp.
0: Right, but you know what I'm saying? Right. If they had to do a project, say how they made Nolan's Cross, it's only called Nolan's Cross because it's on Nolan's property. So somebody did this cross and to move them stones. They would do it into in the wintertime when the ground is hard, the ground is full of ice, and they can pull them along, not through muck and mud and trees and bushes in the summer and spring, but in the wintertime. It would be a lot easier to do any kind of moving in the old days to slide them along. Do you agree with me?
1: Right, I do. That would be the easiest way.
0: And Linda says, perhaps they haven't found the so-called graveyard yet. Yeah, n- nothing. Everybody gets put out to sea or goes on the mainland. Very weird. Very weird. So, of course, they got to get this spear stick, whatever you want to call it, uh, dated. And here's the bubbles coming outside the drill hole. That's the top. With the bubbles, and they sort of piqued my interest, Judy.
1: Yeah, it did me too. I, I I couldn't imagine that at first, and it's interesting. I wondered what it was going to do. I was hoping it wasn't going to blow.
0: They found that big spike, I guess they put this big spike uh, and spike it in a rock so they can attach boats to it or put a pulley system on to drag things along, these big rock spikes. Yep, Gloria, loggers. Move their logs in the winter rocks. What would you say?
1: Yeah, Scott wants to know, do they backfill the small holes or just leave them open or capped? Do you know the answer to that?
0: The caissons that they dug?
1: Uh, No, the six inch holes.
0: Some they leave open, most of them they backfill. They left some open, that's the one Dr. Spooner ones, the ones that were open from like Dan Blankenship and some they kept open. That's how he got his tests for his Spooner silver. Okay. Not including C1, 10X, the six inch holes you'll see around the island that you'll see caps on some of them that was from dan blankenship and i'm pretty sure these guys in a very good area that they didn't want it they left it open for them to test it so that's how dr spooner what he said 12 or 15 spots he tested
1: okay right yes there was
0: but i don't know how they pounded these spikes in a rock imagine trying to do that okay whatever
1: Daniel said he read that Daniel McGinnis was buried on Oak Island.
0: Hmm. Could be. I have no idea. And here's all the water shooting up out of the pipe. The first one ever that they did. And here's Carmen looking at that spike from 1710 to 1740. There's the spike, a rock stake. And there's my main man, Carmen. I had to give him uh, FaceTime. There you are, Carmen.
1: Oh, good. I'm always glad when they go to Carmen's shop.
0: Daniel, I got to get back to uh, Joan McGinnis. She hasn't gotten back into me. She was supposed to be on the show. And I think she said she don't know where Daniel McGinnis is buried. But I got to look back on that. My mind plays tricks on me. So you could be right. And I think that's what she said. I'm going to have to look back on that information. Some people contact me that they're going to be on. Then all of a sudden they disappear, and I don't bother them to come on the show. They know where I am, and if they call me back, fine. If not, I just don't bother people, Judy.
1: Right, and that's the best way to do it. Yep. (laughs) Daniel said, Carmen kind of looks like my dad.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good guy. He comes on all the time, you know. I call them up now. Can you come on for ten minutes? Yeah, sure, John. You know it's just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, great guy.
0: Yep, Linda. Bill He's...
1: said he looks like my. Bill said he looks like his old shop teacher.
0: <laughs> yep well, Linda. Yes, I know they put the sisters' ashes in the McGinnis Foundation. We saw that on the show. And here's where maybe they pipe one into a open chamber that was sealed. That's how they got the back gush. They're just showing us that. Here's everything that they found in the swamp that tool thing, and all kinds of stuff's coming out of there. The yep, Bear, they all have uh, non disclosure agreements that's why you don't see anybody on right now until the show plays out throughout the whole year season nine. And they can talk about it once it's shown on TV. So right now, everybody's pretty quiet. In fact, they were quiet for a while, even before the show started. So I don't know if they have a tighter NDA now. But that's the way it goes. Hello, Matt. Thanks for coming in. Here's that plank. That Judy was saying, and it dated 1516 to 1574. But if the wood came off a hundred old tree, you got to add a hundred years to that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's, that's the tough part. You don't know that.
0: Yeah, it's like, okay, it's dated 1500. All right. Well, the wood wouldn't be zero because it would be a seed. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Right, yes, gotcha.
0: So you got to do by the woods age, but they must put that all in factors, you know what I mean?
1: They must, I'm sure.
0: So we got to go by that date. There they are in the war room. Talking to Rick, Rick was home doing paperwork, but it seems awful weird, and that sort of struck me a little weird, Judy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it did me too. I thought, ooh, must be important, paperwork.
0: Yep. And that was it. That was sort of the end of the show. So there was some stuff there. The new technology they showed us, the date of the plank. Next week, Season 9, Episode 11. It's called A Boatload of Clues. So we'll still be in the swamp. And then I got a little preview the week after that january 25th judy it's called the silver liner
1: hmm it sounds interesting daniel says uh, that the 1500 numbers keep popping up consistently i was just thinking that daniel
0: you no know, caroline i thought rick might be sick that's what i thought but who knows and then bear says some people don't let them do interviews Yeah, I've been doing this for uh, six years. I've had a lot of people on the show, uh, Bear. I did ask David Blankenship to come on, but he's not the best with, uh, you know, microphones and webcams and doing all that on his own on his kitchen table. You know what I mean, guys?
1: (laughs) I understand completely, yes. And
0: it would have to be for mature audiences only (laughs) because they'll probably be swearing at me every five minutes. Also, guys, since they've been into the swamp, so I guess we'll stay around the swamp until they give us more information on the money pit. Seismic testing, number one, did 2,000 points on the swamp. Right, guys? Also, Say that
1: again, John. Please.
0: Seismic testing did over 2,000 points of a little explosions. On the swamp area. Oh,
1: okay. Gotcha. So yeah. if,
0: if, if they did that at the money pit and did that 3D, it makes only sense to me is that they can do the same thing for under the swamp. You know, Judy?
1: Yes. So do it where the, in, or the ship anomaly is.
0: Right. But it still bothers me about this big ship anomaly because they did a drilling system in the swamp with the floating drill. If I was a big investor and I owned this island and I thought there was a ship in the swamp, that's why I would have them have a floating drill rig in the swamp at certain points with this anomaly was over the whole swamp and dig test drill holes with soil samples. You guys got me?
1: Yes. They did do that, John, didn't they? But did they go down deep enough?
0: They knew the anomaly was 50 feet below. They knew where the anomaly was. If they hit something hard and couldn't go through... They have five acres of a swamp to determine where holes can be done. True. All right. Here's the floating rig that I told you guys would would uh, find. There it is out there from Fred Nolan's peninsula. There, that little shot of lane that goes in the between the uh, goes out into the swamp. Uh, scott they never got the permission to use them new pylons in the swamp area there was probably no permission given for the swamp area to put any cofferdam in that's what those piles of pylons were in the background of the money pit but bill an old sunken wood they would have samples coming up like in the sausage table well, they pull up all the samples and check the wood on the table. Terry Matheson's always checking. I would do the same in the swamp that they did.
1: You know, it's hard to understand, John, why they haven't done that.
0: And Marty said, I have the video on my Quest Facebook group that I posted today. When he was in the uh, SUV, and when he came out, he said they are drilling the sea about this anomaly. They drilled on the anomaly. What samples we got, I have no idea. I haven't heard a word on this. You follow me, guys?
1: Gotcha. I've heard nothing either.
0: Could be, Kathy. It could be a deforation of soil, like at the uh, latrine. It was just a big layer of sand below soil that gave it an anomaly illusion. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: Right, yeah, that bill just said that. Uh, It's just a hard pack of something that has the unfortunate shape of looking like a ship.
0: And bear says it was built in the same way to really protect something special. No one does this for something small. Right, but I'm just challenging right. this big ship theory. And they drilled there, and um, we haven't heard a word in years. And Mark Lee, if I built a box drain, I make it long frame, log frame, fill it full of rocks with coconut fiber to filter, then make it useful as a dock. Could be. Saturn 3, thanks for coming in. I haven't seen you. Yes, I also want to see what they took out of that pipe, what uh, what came up on top of that pipe next week. And Bear says it looks either like a Viking vessel or a Spanish ship. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, if they did the drill program, like they said, on top of this anomaly in the swamp and has not said anything in two, three years, maybe they're just not telling us, or maybe they actually didn't find anything there. You know what I'm saying, guys?
1: Right. It's hard to say, of course. They're still bringing up what looks like pieces of a ship. So that's what uh, makes us wonder about it.
0: Right, because it was a you know, it was an inlet. There was no road there, we just would collect junk. You know, we just in collect junk until they put the road in. Then the only thing they would right. get in the swamp now is if the big northeastern came on and wiped the road out and bring more stuff in the swamp and just collect there. But I'm just saying okay. if I'm a big investor, millions and millions of dollars, and I have this drill set up. And that guy says to me, hey, Johnny, yeah, we can't drill through this. We'll get a bigger drill. Well, Johnny, I can't drill through here. Move the rig and plot all these spots (laughs) because I'm an investor and I want to know what's in the swamp since this whole floating rig is in the swamp to find out. Otherwise, I'm not going to invest anymore in the swamp. If your drillings don't show me wood, parts of a ship, all that you know, maybe a layer of ash all of a sudden because the ship was burnt. Or if the whole thing's just decayed to nothing, if Dr. Spooner can find things out in that kind of water samples, he can find out a lot of things from debris. Do you guys agree with me?
1: I do, yes, very much so.
0: I mean, we can't take everybody's theory We'll have season 65. <laughs> but, I mean, it's good for business. It's good for TV. I understand that. And they also have to have ins, Judy. You know, we understand that. It can't be piped up every day. Right, exactly. But I'm just doing science here. We got a drill rig on top of an anomaly that we have a GPS coordinates tool. We know it's 50 feet deep. So you drill right through it. You go to 75 feet, all, all all, on top of it, on the side of it, not unless they couldn't get a permit to go through that. I know they had a bad permit with the cofferdam because they were thinking they might cut the boat in half, Judy.
1: Right, yes. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? If they drilled these pylons down all the way around, they were afraid whatever's there, they would cut it somehow or cut it off or something when they drilled it through the water and through the muck.
1: But Right, that makes sense.
0: But we should have information from this drill program that I'm showing you now to verify if something's there or not.
1: Yeah, you would think so.
0: And go west, young man, like my buddy Dot the Dot and all of us says. because they've been looking in the swamp for a million years. They've been looking in the money pit for another million years, yet we can't get them to look on the west side or bear like I used to tell uh, them. I still tell them, number one, they're not digging deep enough. If the thing's in bedrock, it doesn't have to be shored up. It can be full of blue clay and it can be sealed. Or, what do I tell them, Judy? They're digging in the wrong spot.
1: Right. Why have they never dug at the Eye of the Swamp or the Mercy Point?
0: No idea. So that's why I brought these drill float uh, things up. Well, if you can't drill with this drill, you buy another drill, get a bigger drill. I want to go through this. Not unless they were hitting like steel or something. Well, Then you move 10 foot this way, 10 foot that way, and mark everything down with GPS, Judy.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: But they had permits because they're in the swamp with the floating rig. You know, they had the permits for this, for information.
1: Right, they did. Well, hopefully we'll get the answer to that someday, John, as to why they didn't dig more there.
0: Here's a notebook from uh, Fred Nolan I thought you guys would like. Could be, Ron, digging in the wrong spot. Could mean they're digging on the wrong island. They're about to purchase another island. I don't know where around there. And another lot on Oak Island. They told us that by History Channel, and I posted it when the season started. Here's the items that Fred Nolan took out of the swamp, them scudders, whatever the heck you want to call them, Judy. Yeah, I,
1: got, I don't know, John. Oh,
0: there. Wow. Yes, said, and the permits do determine you go shallow first. You present evidence to do shallow. And if you have evidence to do deeper, like Laird says, you need another permit to go deeper the professor why do you think rick and marty made this search public and not more secretive like other past owners they are very public they're very non-public people very much so it was kevin burns that somehow wanted to show this story um to us That convinced Rick and Marty to do this. If Kevin Burns and his know how did not convince these guys to do it, they would be just doing it on the private side, Professor. That's my own personal opinion. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I remember Marty saying that they really didn't want to go uh, public, um, but Kevin uh, must have given them a good offer, so they went.
0: Mm, Yep. Going this long. Now, I think maybe it'll get to the point that they had enough, and um, we go from there. We just ride with the punches, see if uh, what goes on, and we're in with them to the end. Then this big stone pathway, 170 feet by 80 feet. This had to be the offloading platform on the big side going towards dry land. But don't forget, they knew about these pathways in 1795, and also the water was six foot lower. So this would be dry land right here, and maybe in the front they dug it out as a harbor. So people forget about this huge paved area on the top. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: Yes, because they haven't talked about it at all this year.
0: No, Saturn. uh, Rick doesn't seem to willing to stop. No, he'll never stop. I'm saying to be on TV, to be a public figure. He would still do this privately until the whole story is told or done. He will never stop. He's like me.
1: You're right, John. He won't.
0: And here's, a, you. and here's a 1945 picture of the swamp, how it used to look in 1945. You see the eye there. Wow. Very narrow. There's a road to the right where they had all telephone poles going through it. And to the right, all the is that's where the money pit area is. Probably Saturn. They need the money to help them out. You know, plus the province gives them uh, millions. But um, they need all that because they're spending more than they're getting. So this was the swamp in 1945. Boy, that was
1: before I was born.
0: Yep, Ron. A lot different. A lot different. I don't know how many times they drained it. They must have drained it what?
1: Oh, wow, I've lost count.
0: Eight times maybe. I know Fred Nolan did it. And I don't know who did it before him. Because they were mostly concentrated on the money pit. They didn't even worry about the uh, swamp. Rustall went there looking for some kind of box or something. But besides that, nothing. And here's the side of the swamp where you'll see the telephone poles in this road area here you'll see one with a shadow and another telephone pole now this is the southeast east bottom corner of the swamp that i'm showing you guys i still got okay gotcha. I, I still got to learn about that overlay but learning stream yard new i'm sort of burnt out i i like to learn um, like dot the dot does all the uh, overlays from old photos to new photos and going back and forth but my brain is too burnt to do that right now. <laughs> so that's the old swamp. can you imagine that?
1: Yeah that it's amazing. I think what Carolyn just said—you uh, can really see the eye,
0: yeah—so
1: uh, plainly. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, look at
0: it. Well, that's where the spring is coming from. Even now, if you got a picture of the swamp, the spring will be coming through. That's where the water comes from. Obviously. Okay. You know, you got the road there now. You got it blocked. And uh, well, how's water getting in the swamp if it doesn't rain? You know what I mean? Underwater, underwater, underground springs, underground springs, guys. Okay. MJ, I personally believe the brothers have a rough idea of what they're chasing. I believe they found archive evidence in the beginning, many years before they started the search. I think so, if you're gonna spend millions of dollars in buying an island, that there was a lifelong dream better have something solid, you know. Right. And Daniel, I've recently reviewed old documents running lots on Oak Island that mention a road. That's got to be the road. And Ron says there are power poles. There was an easement that flat road under the poles put in. You can see the white layer of rocks they used to reinforce the side of the easement. Yep, but nobody left no mess, Judy.
1: No, (laughs) not at all.
0: Like me, I lose a screwdriver every half hour, you know? (laughs) Nobody ate nothing. Everybody picked up their cups and forks and knives and screwdrivers and swept the island clean, whoever was there. In their decade that that was there, they cleaned up. The next decade, they cleaned up. The next century, they cleaned up. Awful weird. Awful weird.
1: It is weird, and it really is.
0: TT, the water that came up, it was from a cavity that was probably sealed or just a cavity that wasn't exposed to any air. Whatever air was trapped in that cavity, it's like you piercing a uh, air balloon in the hole you made in the balloon, the air came out of the balloon with water, the pressure, that's how it was coming out of the drill hole. And then Hart, how are you? Hi, why aren't they digging into the ship anomaly in the swamp? Number one could be permits. Number two, I showed already that they did a drill program with a floating drill all over the swamp. So I have no answer for you. Did they check for salt? I have no idea. But they should be checking for everything. Like, why didn't they check for silver or gold or anything like that after all the sausage uh, casings they were co- taking out all these 2,000 more drill holes on the money pit? They're just looking for gold pieces of gold, or something tangible to see. They didn't check the minerals in the dirt. They didn't check anything in the dirt. You know what I mean, guys?
1: Right, John. I hadn't thought
0: about that, but you're right. But I bet you now at least they're putting putting the metal detector pointer on each sausage case to see if there's any kind of metal in there. Right. They didn't even do that before. I don't remember sausage casings. I call it sausage casings. you know how they put the core in.
1: right, yes.
0: So I bet you now they're looking. And I bet you now Dr. Spooner I, put this water tester in this new hole that came up with um, gases and water. And let's see the concentration of gold and silver in that hole, Judy.
1: Right, for sure, John. We have not seen Dr. Spooner much in the last few
0: episodes. Right, but I'm saying, if this thing is so direct and so concentrated, and they think this is the hot spot, okay, Dr. Spooner, put your magic to work right down this hole, and if it shows triple the amount or quadruple the amount of gold in the material, triple the amount of uh, silver in the water testing, and then they know we got something, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Yes, that would help.
0: Yep, Saturn. I don't remember them doing the pin test, the metal detecting on the sausage. Uh, the sausage dirt. They look for wood. They look for if they're on the side of a shaft. They look if they're in the floor, horizontal wood. But you got to look for materials. Uh, materials, minerals in there too. Now, Jesus. Come on. So. Like I said, we'll be on I'll be on pre-show next Tuesday, which is gonna be another season nine, episode eleven, a boatload of clues. So we're gonna be getting more boat uh elements. Let me get this off here. Yup I believe you. I believe they know what they're chasing. They seem type of blokes that not make bad business decisions. Yeah, they didn't become millionaires for nothing. They know what they're doing. But this is a dream of theirs. They're living their dream. So how would you like to just live your dream and go for it? Just like I tell people at the end of my statement. Believe in your dreams. Go for it. Don't have any regrets. You tried. You looked. You did the best you can. Well, either you made it bingo or you finished the story for everybody else. All right, you got Judy. got it, John. Why don't you say your goodbyes, Judy, and we'll get out of here
1: all righty hey everybody thanks for all the encouragement tonight and uh have a good week please and most importantly i want everybody to stay safe please and i'll see you next wednesday night good night john
0: okay judy take care thank you so much
1: well you're welcome i
0: all right bye all right you guys i want to try this uh, stream yard giveaway but I'm not sure how it works. So just hang on with me before we say our good nights. Let me see here. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see here. Everybody in the chat, write, type out mug test, all one word, mug test, write out mug test. I just want to see how the heck this works. Hold on. They're testing my uh, ability here. You guys all put in, Gustavo, put in mug test. We'll see what happens here. This is too much technology for me. All right, here we go. Everybody put in mug test just to see. Everybody in? It won't do Facebook users. You have to be showing your name on StreamYard. You have to be showing your name on StreamYard. It will not take Facebook user if you don't let them use your profile, your picture, and your name to be on these contests. This is only a test. You know what I mean, guys? You have to be in the StreamYard profile. Let them use it. If you don't, if you're just a Facebook user, it will not pick you. All right, here we go. Here we go. We got 15 entries. Go. J M-J-M, how'd you like that? All right, let's do another one, another test, same thing. Hold on, guys. You guys are all winners in my book. One more time. You guys seeing this all right? Let me see here. Got 16 entries. there you go pirate (laughs) one more time you guys are all winners here you guys are all winners well i think we'll do this too also to give away stuff out of the on a Saturday. There you go, Gustavo. Oh, my lordy 40. All right, guys. You guys are all winners in my book. You guys are the best. Maybe I'll post it in my Facebook group, Who Won, for just being in my chat. Like I said, I'll be on Tuesday night between 7.15 and 7.30 pre-show. Me and Judy will be back on Wednesday at 7.30 next week. And um, we'll go from there. But remember, guys, remember members, always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. Never give up. I never give up. You keep smiling. You be kind. For tomorrow was never a given, guys. Never. As the older we get. So stay strong. Stay positive. Stay safe with all this COVID craziness. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank for joining me and Judy tonight. Her synopsis will be up. Uh on the groups uh, shortly for you to read it i'll see you tuesday pre-show 7 7 30 anything else comes up before that watch my group for updates hope you enjoyed the show thank you take care and bye bye